Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am so excited to have with me Harmony Klingenmeyer. She is an author, she is a preacher, she is a mighty, mighty woman of God, and has this amazing kingdom table movement um, that is really just taking off, and I want to support her on this. Um, So Harmony, hello, thank you for being on the show again. Hey Heidi, it's such an honor to be with you and with your listeners today. So fun to be with you again. Yeah, Harmony was on before and we talked about the father's heart, and just how we can just really be wounded as orphans. And Harmony has a a new class, would you call it? Or yep, so she has a class that's coming out April 4th, 2023, to take back parenting, which is part of her kingdom table movement. Her website is heartheirvoices.net. So you can go to her website, and we'll we'll re-talk about it at the end. Um, So today I'm really excited that we're going to be talking about some very interesting topics, the Jezebel spirit and the Python spirit. Harmony is very anointed and um, very educated in both of these topics. So Harmony, why don't you just kind of start by what are these, you know, are they just things that we make up and aren't real or are they actually real spirits that we need to attend to and know what they are? Yes. Well, the, the the answer to that is yes, they are real. And we find their uh, origins in scripture, specifically speaking of the Jezebel spirit. If you go to, I'm going to pull it up right now. So if you look in the book of First Kings, you learn a lot about um, God's focus. God actually isn't focused on the principalities or powers or the demonic forces or the familiar spirits that we deal with on a daily basis. Instead, God is focused on building his kingdom and releasing his children to build his kingdom. Mm -hmm. And the more time we spend in Papa God's presence, listening to his voice and getting his perspective, which is a third heaven perspective. And I'll discuss what that is in just a second. The more authority and breakthrough we will have in the area of spiritual warfare. You know, a lot of people, they're focused on casting out demons or doing deliverance, and there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that is a very important ministry that we do in the body of Christ, because as we preach the gospel, what is exposed is anything that is not in alignment with his word. So be in our services or they'll, you know, are in our, in friendship with us, or they'll come over for dinner. And the kingdom of God is around our kitchen table. The kingdom of God is in the atmosphere of our homes. The kingdom of God is in the atmosphere of our, of our uh, services in our church buildings, or if you do street evangelism, yeah, that's good. And people will come up, right? They'll come in contact 
with what you carry and what is inside of them will immediately begin to manifest. So if the glory of God is inside of them, your spirit and their spirit will come into agreement with one another and God's glory will be multiplied, which is why the scripture says one can put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand because there's the a principle of multiplication when we walk in unity. Wow. In that same way, when someone comes in contact with you and they're carrying a demonic spirit or a, a connection or an inf- like an actual possession by a familiar spirit, then that will begin to manifest. And that is when deliverance is possible. Hmm. It's when the things begin to come to the surface that we can actually begin to ask the person across from us, do you desire deliverance? Would you like to come out of agreement with that spirit and we can get rid of it right now? Yeah. And then you find out where they stand. Are they ready to be delivered or yeah. not? And so that that's another issue which we can talk about as well because mm-hmm. Jesus makes it clear we don't just cast out demons whenever we want to. We cast out demons when that person is ready to be free from them and to be surrendered to the new spirit whose name is Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's good. And so in the book of getting back to first Kings, what you see is God's focus is not on Jezebel. God's focus is on the prophet whose name is Elijah. And you learn all about who Elijah is and how he called down fire on the the prophets of Baal and and the God who answers by fire. He is God. And and the, the prophets of Baal were cutting themselves and the demons didn't answer. And isn't that interesting that the demons were like, it's fine if you kill all of our prophets. We don't really care because the demons don't care about us at all right? The desire of Satan is to destroy all those who carry the image. Yeah. So in that moment, the demons were like, no, we don't, we don't have any need to answer you. Go ahead and slaughter those prophets of Baal because that's one less image bearer. Wow. So, so we learn more about what God was doing. What was he doing? He was revealing himself to the people of Israel, to the northern kingdom of Israel as God, because they had given themselves over to false gods. Hmm. And he wanted to reestablish himself in their hearts as their king. And so he focuses on Elijah. But while Elijah is doing his ministry, of course, there's one who has arrayed herself against the prophet. And her name is Jezebel. Now, Jezebel is is um, in the scripture, a female, mm-hmm. but Jezebel can operate through men and women. Yeah. He, he, uh, this spirit does not just operate through women, yeah. although we do see a lot of this spirit operating through broken, wounded daughters. Mm-hmm. And that's because Jezebel's real desire was for significance. Ah. She wanted to have power, mm-hmm. real, true. Mm-hmm. And as you and I both know, Heidi, the women of our generation and the generation that preceded us, the baby boomer generation, especially mm-hmm. wanted to be recognized as legitimate authority. Yeah. And what's interesting is that during the 1960s and 70s, the demonic strategy 
was to have religion and Jezebel partner to put duct tape over the mouths of an entire generation of women. Wow. So on the outside, women were getting their rights and they were, you know, they got, they got, Jezebel got abortion pushed through and Jezebel got, you know, um, equal, equal rights under the law pushed through. And we're not against equal rights, by the way, here. We're not against women having the same protections under the law as men. We think that is a good thing. Papa God thinks that is a good thing. Uh, But there is a godly way to bring those things about. And in that, in that, era, there was actually a group of women in the state of uh, New York who created something called the Feminist Manifesto. And they created a uh, witchcraft blood covenant with the spirit of Jezebel. Wow. For the mm-hmm, for the overthrow of male authority, for the, uh, the legalization of abortion so that women could kill their own children so that blood sacrifice could, would become legal on the lands of the United States and that there would be a mass sexual revolution where women um, and men would both uh, choose pleasure over covenant and fathers would be expelled from the home. Mm. And this is actually, you can go online and look it up. It wow. actually exists, the Feminist Manifesto. It actually exists. And um, and many amazing uh, preachers have spoken about this, but one that just comes to mind right, right away that lots of people know is Krista Smith, who is a powerful prophet in the United States at this time. Mm-hmm. So Jezebel is looking to be seen yeah. and known and to have recognized authority and power in the earth and so in the book of first kings you know we see it over and over again um jezebel is usurping the authority Ooh, i just saw an angel in my house the authority of her husband ahab and she becomes a mother figure to her husband ahab so where is the first place that we see jezebel rear her ugly head it's not in the public it's in the home. I'm just taking a breath in case you have anything to to throw in. Wow. So, yeah, you know, you said you said that that she wants to be seen, she wants to be known, she wants to have the same power and authority and significance. That right there, to me that that's like the counterfeit to the way that God actually designs us. Every single one of those things is how God wants us to be, to be seen, to be known, to have significance, to have have power and authority in his name. But she wants, so it's like the same thing. So really she's an orphan. I mean, that's kind of, that's coming back to the beginning of what you talked about. That is it, sis. You just hit the nail on the head. Jezebel cannot get a stronghold in the life of anyone who knows who their daddy is. Come on. Jezebel can only find a foothold in the one who is orphaned, abandoned, and rejected. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know that they have intrinsic significance. Mm -hmm. That they have intrinsic value and worth that no one can take away from them. So Jezebel goes searching for the weakest link. 
She goes looking for the one whose heart is wounded and broken and rejected. And what's so fascinating is, as I said, in the 60s and 70s, Jezebel partners with religion. So she goes and looks for those who were specifically wounded by the ones who should have loved her. So pastors. Yeah. Spiritual leaders, fathers and mothers who Mm. are spiritual leaders in God's economy. The first spiritual leader in the whole world was a father and a mother. Mm. It wasn't a pastor, a preacher, an apostle, a prophet, evangelist. No, it was a father and a mother. So she goes looking for someone who has been systematically rejected and abandoned and wounded by the spirit of religion. This is what the strategy of darkness does. He is looking at the patterns of our lives Mm. and saying, okay, where can I get a foothold? And who can I partner with to bring down legitimate female authority? Because guess what? Mm -hmm. God actually gave women legitimate spiritual authority. We are called to be the catalyst of the warrior spirit inside of our men. We are called to be a Deborah generation Mm -hmm. crying out to Barak, rise up Barak, raise up the armies of Israel. Mm -hmm. Let's go to battle and take down our enemies and God will give you the victory. He's calling for the JLs who will stand in the gates of their home, ready to put a tent peg through the head of any demon that will come for the home. There is legitimate, both public and private ministry and authority for women. Come on. Come on. But the enemy's strategy is to break our hearts Mm. so that we're susceptible to a counterfeit. Wow. And the counterfeit is Jezebel. Wow. He comes offering control. Yeah. She comes offering a voice that no one can shut up. She comes offering position and power. She comes offering signs and wonders. Wow. She comes offering, yep, she comes offering priesthood. She comes offering a counterfeit to everything God has designed for his daughters and his sons. And she only can she can only get in where there is the orphan spirit. Right. So what, when you're talking, what I'm hearing, and I wouldn't say that this is always like this, but I am seeing a male pastor who has been wounded maybe by the previous church that he was at and wasn't always seen for the gifts that he had. And he finally gets his own church and he's wounded from the previous church, but he's happy. He finally has his own church. And there's a woman who comes in and she is ready to volunteer. She's ready to help. She's got prophetic giftings. She helps out in the children's ministry. She helps out on the prayer team. And she has all this time to give to this pastor. And because he needs her and she's helpful, he doesn't, and he's still an orphan because he's not healed from his previous wounds. Yep. Spirit then gets in the church. Yes. And the the thing is, the issue is not the woman. The woman, you know, maybe she is 
Right. The issue is not that the woman comes as a snake in dry in grass or a wolf in uh, in sheep's clothing. Sometimes women do come as wolves in sheep's clothing, and so do men. Okay, yeah. both men and women are susceptible to the spirit of, of Jezebel. The issue is is that the orphan spirit leaves the church at the mercy of demonic strongholds. The issue is until we heal from our father and mother wounds, we will continually misidentify the spirit that is operating in front of us. Wow. That is something I have never said out loud before. Come on. Until we begin to identify ourselves as sons and daughters of the most high God and directly relate and connect to the one who gives us identity we will not be able to rightly identify the spirit that is operating in front of us. Whether it is the spirit of the Lord, a spirit of Jezebel, a spirit of religion, a spirit of control, whether it is holy angels ministering in the atmosphere or the spirit of uh, the familiar spirits, controlling spirits who have come to shut down the atmosphere Hmm. until we know who we are, we will not be able to discern what is in operation. And that's why I encourage every one of us to stop doing all that exterior ministry Hmm. before you starfish in the presence of Papa God, before you lay down in his presence and hear what he has to say about you, because that is the filter. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit right now. That is the filter that will give you the correct perspective when you're talking to whomever you're talking to outside the walls. Oh, God. Whether it's you're talking to your hubby. So you, you're in a secret place and you're listening to God and he's saying to you, daughter or son, whoever is listening to this, you're a treasure. You're valuable to me. I have ordained and destined you from greatness. I have called you to plant and uh, cultivate my kingdom in the earth. I gave you the stewardship of your own heart, of your marriage and your children. And I trust you with those stewardships. I love you. You are amazing the delight of my life, the apple of my eye. I laid down my life for you. You are the pearl of great price that I paid all for. That is what God is releasing over his children. If we had just stop and listen, it's intriguing to me how many people, right? They, they fear to listen to God, but that's what he has because they're right. Because they're afraid he's going to say things like you suck. Excuse me. (laughs) No, but that's yep, you're right. But that those are the that those are the enemies lies though speaking to you. So okay, so I don't know if right now is the right time to transition to what the Python spirit is, but could you go into what that is and kind of let us know? And I just yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I just wanted to address one thing you just said, right? So the the you don't actually have to get into the presence to hear any of that. You don't have to get into the presence to hear that you're not worthy. Mm-hmm. You don't have to open your Bible to find out that God's disappointed in you. The enemy will tell you that day in and day out. Yeah, That is not the message that God has for his children. His, his message is, I see the blood when I look at you. I see the perfection of my son when I look upon you. And I am producing within you the nature and character of Christ. Like it's the exact opposite of what the enemy says. Mm -hmm. 
And, and it's the strategy of darkness to keep you out of his presence so that he can come with the counterfeits. So, yes, we've been talking about Jezebel, which is a huge counterfeit mm -hmm. to true spiritual authority. Mm -hmm. But it is not the only spirit that is operating in the earth today and trying to shut down this generation. And you mentioned the other one, which is the Python spirit. Yes. Yes. Now, the Python spirit is a spirit of control. It's a spirit that says, I'm going to restrict. Now, maybe I can't keep them from, you know, believing in Jesus. I failed at that. Look at all these people that believe in Jesus. Darn it. Okay, so what can I do? I am going to try to distract, discourage, and restrict their free movement and flow in the spirit realm. I'm going to try to uh, impede their influence. And so the, the spirit does this by partnering. Remember, I was talking about demonic partnerships. We were talking yeah. about religion and Jezebel. Well, what does the controlling spirit partner with? It partners with man-pleasing and performance. The fear of rejection, which arises from man-pleasing and performance, mm -hmm. it says, if you give in and operate in everything that God has called you to be, you'll certainly be rejected. Mm -hmm. You'll be misunderstood. You'll be mischaracterized. You'll, you'll have your reputation dragged through the mud. Um, men will call you a Jezebel if you're a woman with true spiritual authority. So the, the spirit of man-pleasing comes with the spirit of the python in order to control and suppress what is of God within us. He, he failed at keeping us out of the kingdom. So he's like, how can I stop them from having any good fruit? Oh, I will help them set up an idol in their life to worship the opinion of other people. So that they are more concerned with what those other people say about them mm. than they are with my will. And why are we talking about this, Heidi? We want to expose darkness. Yes, absolutely. You know, as you're talking, I'm like, I think that this is happening to me right now. I have this podcast and I see therapists or see clients in the office and I supervise therapists, but I hear often, you don't need to be doing this. Just do your job. You don't need to have this podcast. You don't need to be speaking. And so I am just curious. <laughs> this sounds very much like what you're talking about. Boy, I understand completely. And I want to share my own. You're so transparent, Heidi. It's something that I love about you. And in this generation, we do need more transparency because Heidi and I, if you're listening to this right now, Heidi and I, we do not have our poop in a pile. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't. We're still in our process. We're still being sanctified like the rest yes. of you. Okay. Yeah. So Heidi just shared, you know, she thinks she's dealing with an, a demonic attack right now from the spirit of the Python. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, I've been dealing with the exact same thing. And the Lord in the last few weeks, he actually set me free uh -huh. from the Python spirit. And the way it was operating in my life was I actually had people come to me and say, you're too loud. I had people come to me and say, you prophesy like that. You need to prophesy more quietly. 
you'll be more palatable and more acceptable if you prophesy a certain way. And and I'm not going to say, I think there are times and seasons when we need to be all things to all people, mm-hmm. right? And and bring, bring in a different tone. I think yeah. choosing tone is really important. Yeah. I've been super bold on this on this uh, podcast because Heidi gives me permission to be myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there are times when that kind of boldness needs to be um, gentled right. for the sake of the audience. Right. right. And we as mature believers begin to discern when that is and how that is. However, the spirit of the Python, a controlling spirit and the spirit of man pleasing wish that I would never prophesy again. And I have been told to shut up so many times throughout my entire life. Mm -hmm. This is what I get. And as a little girl, Mm -hmm. I actually formed this um, massive rebellion within me. No, Mm -hmm. I will not be quiet. Mm -hmm. No, I will not. Mm -hmm. Don't shush me. I would say. Mm -hmm. And it was a response to a wound. It was a reaction Mm -hmm. because I felt rejected. Yeah. I felt like those who should have validated my voice were telling me my voice was a problem. Right. And in this season, I actually went to a women's conference with Krista Alicia Mm -hmm. and I spoke at that conference. But the very first day I was there, I was surrounded by women and they began to say they had no idea what these people had said to me, right? Mm -hmm. They begin to prophesy to me, Harmony, we don't need a watered down version of Harmony. We are calling you as the lioness to roar. You are a prophet. Use your voice. We give you full permission to be loud in the spirit. And I was like, yep. And and I, you know, God slain in the spirit and I experienced the deliverance from the Python spirit. Come on. Constricting me. That had been suffocating me slowly. That had been telling me to shut up. Stop Mm. prophesying. Stop ministering to the family. Stop fighting for your marriage. Stop using your voice. You're offensive. You're a woman. Sit down and shut up. And I have always been like, no, no, thank you. No, I won't. But on the inside, I was in pain mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. often those voices came from people I loved. Right. And so there was a part of me that was so deeply wounded yeah. by the Python spirit. And I feel like I'm speaking to somebody right now, mm-hmm. some of you ladies who've been in the church mm-hmm. and you've wanted to use your voice and you have felt constricted, suffocated, shut mm-hmm. off, that you've been told to sit down and zip it. Mm-hmm. And the Lord is saying, daughter, I'm taking the duct tape off your mouth. I am breaking the back of the Python spirit and I am tearing down your idolatry of man pleasing. Come and please me again and don't worry about all the voices, all the naysayers, right? Yeah. And and sometimes like Heidi is saying, the voice is in here. Mm-hmm. The naysaying voice is right here between our earlobes. Mm-hmm. 
It's our brain and it's the spirit of the python whispering in our ears saying, stop that. You're making a scene. You're making a spectacle. Mm -hmm. You're just a show off and a braggart. Stop that. Stop that. Stop that. And the Lord is here today to bring deliverance from Jezebel, from religion, from the python spirit, that controlling lying spirit, and from man pleasing. So go, <laughs> whatever God <laughs> wants you to do right now, Harmony, just pray, Come whatever, on, you Jesus. Him, whatever you feel him leading you to do. So I think we can, we can actually do this in partnership, sis. Okay. I will lead you Okay. in, okay. in a, a really easy three-step process. Everybody can do this. Listeners, you can totally do this. Okay. It's really easy. It's called repent, renounce. And replace. And I also like to put in there refill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, there's there's one other. There was one other. Well, the Lord will re- return it to me. But it's the moment when we receive. Oh, thank there you, Holy go. Spirit. Yep. <laughs> so it's repent, receive, mm. renounce, refill, and replace. So right now, um, what we'll do is just repeat after me. You can speak at the same time as Heidi and I'll go first. Okay. So we say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I ask your forgiveness. I ask your forgiveness. For partnering with the spirit of Jezebel. For partnering with the spirit of Jezebel. And we're going to do this with a few different ones to help people find their freedom. For partnering with the spirit of the Python. For partnering with the spirit of the Python. For partnering with the religious spirit. For partnering with the religious spirit. For partnering with man-pleasing. For partnering with man-pleasing. Father, I receive my true identity. Father, I receive my true identity. I am your precious daughter. I am your precious daughter. And if you're a son listening to this, you can say, I am your precious son. And I know I belong to you. And I know that I belong to you. My identity comes from you. My identity comes from you. Because I look just like you. Because I look just like you. I sound just like you. I sound just like you. I am the apple of your eye. I am the apple of your eye. And I receive your love. And I receive your love. Now you spirit of Jezebel. Now you spirit of Jezebel. You spirit of the Python. You spirit of the Python. You spirit of religion. You spirit of religion. You spirit of man pleasing. You spirit of man pleasing. I see you. I see you. All of you are bound together. All of you are bound together. Right now in Jesus' name. Right now in Jesus' name. I break my covenants with all of you. I break my covenants with all of you. In my mind, will, and emotions. In my mind, will, and emotions. I seize back the territory. I seize back the territory. And all generational blessing. And all generational blessing. All freedom. All freedom. 
and wholeness and wholeness that you've been holding back from me that you've been holding back from me any good thing you have been hindering any good thing that you have been hindering i seize it back from you now i seize it back from you right now and i return to you and i return to you anything that belongs to you anything that belongs to you lies and curses and bondage lies and curses and bondage on both me and my generational line on me and both my generational line we have nothing in common we have nothing in common you spirit of jezebel you spirit of jezebel you python spirit python spirit you spirit of religion spirit of religion and you spirit of man pleasing and you spirit of man pleasing i command you i command you in jesus name in jesus name go to the feet of jesus go to the feet of jesus to receive punishment for your crimes against me to receive punishment for your crimes against me in jesus name in jesus name now we're going to replace and refill so we're going to invite the holy spirit so we can just say holy spirit come holy spirit come come with your love come with your love come with your presence come with your presence come with your power come with your power and fill me and fill me from the top of my head from the top of my head to the soles of my feet to the soles of my feet every place every place where these spirits have been dwelling in me where these spirits have been dwelling in me any strongholds or fortresses any strongholds or fortresses are now broken down are now broken down and refilled and refilled with your presence holy spirit with your presence holy spirit we praise you and worship you lord we praise you and for, we worship you lord for everything you've done in us for everything that you've done in us for a new way of thinking and feeling for a new way of thinking and feeling for new freedom for new freedom in our hearts and homes in our hearts and homes and a new way of looking at the world and a new way of looking at the world in Jesus name in Jesus name amen amen and you know the more you do that the it just gets so easy yeah because yeah. before that thing can even what it does is it'll come with a thought and it'll say something like an i statement so for example in my life the one that is targeted targeted me the most often has been abandonment so it'll come and say you ha- i have no friends and it always sounds like my voice mm. nobody loves me mm. i'm a problem mm. i'll always be treated like this and at the moment that the thought enters in i have to recognize that it's like the spirit is asking for permission to come back in to my soul mind will and emotions and rebuild the fortress that we broke down So he'll come with an invitation. He'll say, "Can I come back in? Will you yield up your territorial authority to me?" Mm-hmm. 
And the moment we agree with the thought, maybe it begins to swirl. I'm worthless. Mm. Nobody loves me. I'll never be seen. I'm invisible. I have no real and you begin to swirl and to meditate, you need to understand that you've come back into agreement with that demon. Wow, that's good. And in that moment, you can immediately say, oh, Father, I ask for your forgiveness for partnering with, for me, what would be the spirit of abandonment. Mm. You spirit of abandonment, I see you. I do not partner with you. I end my covenants with you. I seize back the territory you're holding. I command you to go to the feet of Jesus to punishment for your crimes against me. Mm. Now, as soon as you begin to recognize where the thought is coming from, you don't have to come into agreement with it at all. Mm. It comes at you. Nobody likes me. No, that is a lie. I am well loved. Yeah, I am seen and known. And I just take a moment to prophesy love over my soul. Yeah. Oh, my soul, you are so loved. You are so known. The Lord is your defender. He is on your side. Now, you spirit of abandonment, go to the feet of Jesus to receive punishment for your crimes against me. And you begin to establish something different, a different way of thinking, where which is not conducive to those spirits. So they'll come and they'll be like, oh, I don't even want to mess with that. It's too clean for me. Yeah. There's no room for me in this environment. So whatever it is coming against you, friends, you've got to begin to walk in spiritual authority. Mm. So good. This is so good. Oh, thank you so much, Harmony. <laughs> Oh, it's my pleasure. And just so you know, we, you guys, you understand the enemy doesn't want you to know any of this, Mm -hmm. right? He's like, oh, (laughs) I don't want my, the women of the church to be free. I'm trying to keep them under wraps because Mm -hmm. the moment they awaken, what's going to happen is the spirit of the warrior inside of men Mm -hmm. will be unleashed on the earth. Yes. And so he's trying to keep us bound. Mm -hmm. So I encourage every single one of us, including myself, to get Mm -hmm. serious about identifying where the thoughts are coming from. Yeah. Walking in spiritual authority, prophesying to your own soul, taking responsibility for the environment of your home and just going for it in the spirit realm. God is on your side. Oh, so good. Thank you so much, Harmony. And they can get more of you by going to heartheirvoices.net. And I'm going to actually just spell this out. H-E-A-R-T-H-E-I-R-V-O-I-C-E-S dot N-E-T. So you do have a couple books as well, and they can be found on Amazon. Um, So you can go to her website. She's got coaching and training. Um, But specifically, we really want you to get get information about the class that she's taking that's starting April 4th, 2023, Take Back Parenting. If they don't, if they're late to get on it, so if they hear the podcast and it's ap- after that date, what can they do after that? There's a couple of different things you can do. Yeah. You can purchase my YouTube videos, which okay. will also be available on okay. my website, heartheirvoices.net. You can do yep. the entire course through YouTube videos, and it's called okay. Kitchen Table Kingdom. And if you're looking to see the uh, uh, your marriage, your parenting, and your home transformed, mm-hmm. and this is so great for anyone who is ministering to kids. If you're a grandma, a grandpa, a coach, a parent, pastors, youth pastors, uh, children's pastors, and if you want to see this generation set free, 
this course is for you. So you can go online, you can join us on April 4th, or if it's past April 4th, you can purchase my complete course on my website, heartheirvoices.net. And you can also order my books there if you'd like a signed copy. You can get them on Amazon, it's quicker, but if you'd like a signed copy, you can go to my website and purchase them there in the shop. Awesome. Thank you so much, Harmony. It has been such a blessing and honoring honor to have you. Thank you so much, Heidi. Bless you. Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.